I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. We're all getting ready for Christmas and all that it brings. The holly jollies, the eggnog, and of course the hot chocolate. But be advised, not everything is what it seems. We're going to tell you about a few of the scams that are out there this year. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, The Christmas Scam. And we're off into the Christmas season into December now, Terry. I know it's hard to believe. I mean, have you started buying any Christmas gifts? Or well, Let me back up. You don't buy any gifts, do you? Correct. I mean, you don't even buy Angie one? Uh, I didn't last year. She um, And I stuck to it when she said she didn't want anything. I mean, what am I going to get her after 30 years? I mean, really? What? There ain't nothing that she but don't But you don't buy even. That. All right. So do you guys. Let's just back up for a second. You got. I know I've seen your living room and it's beautiful with all. I mean, you got three trees up. No, it's, it's eight. You hadn't been to the rest of the house. Okay. But I just said the living room. But I'm assuming that the living room being the main congregation area is probably where one of those trees is where you put all your gifts, right? Yeah, where she puts them. Okay. Under that tree, I'm assuming that you got both kids, you, Angie, maybe some mom and dad, or however y'all do it on Christmas morning. I mean, at some point, are you opening gifts? Yeah, yeah, they do. I, I mean, I, me and her really didn't get each other anything last year. It just, I, there's no point. Okay, so she doesn't give you anything uh-huh. and you don't give her. And I, I kind of see that because I'm like you. At some point, if you are fortunate enough, if you want something, and I say want something that's within reason. Correct. You probably have already bought it, right? Yeah, m- most of the time. You know, if I need a tool, I'll go get it and I use it. I, know, I think that if you're a younger couple or something like that, there may be. Or did y'all ever buy anything like together where you got new furniture and sitting right now? That's our Christmas for each other. It's maybe. You know, I'm, I'm straining my brain and bound somewhere through the years, yeah, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Okay, but let me back up. All right, so you've been married, what did you tell I didn't me, notice, 30 years? Did I didn't s- notice the cushions on the back porch while ago, and I got, I got jumped on about that. Oh, I mean, new cushions? I mean, who would have noticed that? Not me. <laughs> but they were new cushions? Yeah, that's what she said. Okay. And so y'all been married, what, 30 years? 31. All right, 31 years. All right, so let's go back, and y'all been married five years, okay? Were you buying Angie a gift then? Yeah, I got her that heater, remember. Oh, that's right. And, and uh, the coat that she didn't like. Yeah. and, and the great was things a sweater. Like that. I can't remember. And she got me a new pair of hunting boots. And, and you know, back then, that was tough money to come by. <laughs> I mean, it was rough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't guess I've ever really, because she never likes anything I get her, ever. But so, now, is it because that she's just real picky or you have bad taste? Well, I think I'm, I got great taste. I buy gifts that you can use every day. I don't buy fluff gifts. See, I, I, Cause I don't get, understand that. Okay. But let me just stop you right there. I'm not somebody that wants a gift either. 
I mean, I'm truly not. I don't expect, I really don't. I don't expect it. You know, my daughter always thinks, being an only child, that mom and dad need to be opening up something too, because I guess she doesn't, first of all, she loves it. And I mean, she's soon to be 22, but she loves the whole idea of Santa and us take turns. Her open up two gifts, we open up one. She open up three gifts. We open up another, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And I think the reason that she loves mom and dad as part of the mix is that it prolongs the whole suspense. Because once you've opened up all your gifts, it's over. Oh, you know, yeah. that kind of that high is over. I'm not somebody that has to have a gift either, but I will say this. So are you going to get something this year? Do you know that they're trying to get it or are y'all well, going mean, to agree to Well, I don't know. It's kind of hard because... My birthday is the next day, so I never know if they're talking about something, if that's for Christmas or for my birthday. I hope it's for my birthday because I don't need anything. But See, I'm right there with you. But I will say this. If you're going to get me something, I don't want an iron. I, I'm not the practical person. I'm not <laughs> expecting the 10-carat diamond. Now, I'd love it, but I'm not expecting that. But I can tell you that if you're going to get me something— I don't want practical. What do you get then? I mean, what do you do with, like, if somebody buys you polo, I don't wear polo, cologne. What would I do with cologne in my world? I've never worn that stuff. And I don't, and that's where I have the hard time understanding how a woman wants smelly perfume because I don't get it. I, and then if I went to buy it, I wouldn't know what to get. Like, I can't smell good. No way. You know, I don't have that. But you have chemo. a daughter that you could take with you and say, hey, I really got to make sure I get mom something special. Yeah, we've, we've done that before. We we still end up with. Uh, the wrong gift. With me, it always works that way. And she lets you know it, too? Yeah, well, because. Or she'll just go, mm, thank you. Well, now, Madison, I can get, but it's I take her with her mom to get something for her mama. She's like me. Well, she's already got it. No, she doesn't want that. She doesn't like that. And then you go, well, why are we here? <laughs> Sounds like you're fighting a losing battle. And, you know, I'm like real practical. Give me a hammer if mine is broke or an extension cord. And I am tickled to death. I think we have this pressure to buy the perfect gift. And the bad thing about it is in today's episode, we're going to talk about there's a lot of scams out there. Oh, yeah. There's scams everywhere. And you need to watch out because people get caught up in the in that is the word that good feeling this time of year of helping others. And the next thing you know, the bad people trying to get you to help them. Okay. Like last week I picked up an angel from the Salvation Army, from the angel tree. Right. I love doing that. Honestly, I get more out of that than I do buying for my daughter because the whole thing is about that. This is a needy family that's down on their look. How many times did you do the, what toy a thon? Yeah. We've done the angel tree for years. Exactly. And- trying to get people to, to volunteer to adopt a child right. and to buy them some gifts. And a lot of it is they need bare necessities. I mean, we got one this, this year, a kid, 12 years old, 10 and a half shoe, a big, big old, kid. yeah, big old kid, but he really didn't want that much for toys, but I love doing that. But again, is there anything to that that you think that I don't know what it takes for a family to participate in something like this? And I've worked the other end where you're at like a warehouse where they've taken all of the stuff and then you're part of the people that help get it to those families. And most of them are so appreciative of getting that stuff. But have you ever ran into the family that's aggravated that 
they didn't get everything that that child put oh, on that list. Absolutely. They're, and so that does, out there. yeah, and that does kind of make you think: Did you truly need it, or were you scamming the system? And, and me and you were talking about this, and they they target elderly people with this to where a grandchild uh, has had a flat. They're on the side of the road, and they call you need money to uh, help that grandchild or get them out of jail. That is one of the biggest thing that they do that they help the elderly couples with. Yeah, I think anybody that would do that. But, I mean, Scotty, there are people that will scam anybody. And you're exactly right. Christmas is known to be the time of giving. So guess what those scammers are focused on? Yep, getting it. The Better Business Bureau, the BBB, which I never, ever say, (laughs) they've got a list of the top 12. Uh, They say watch out for misleading social media ads that if it's too good to be true, don't touch it. I remember one time I thought I ordered three pair no it was two pair of boots here's another thing that's mis even misleading with those ads now this was around christmas yeah and i ordered the boots what you don't know is unless you get into social media and you start looking at the fine print and you have to really search hard you think you're buying it from a reputable store and I, I guess you just naturally assume that it's probably coming from the U.S. Yeah. But you find out that a lot of that is coming from China. And you know what they say, and I'm not picking on China, but you know what they say about China. Sometimes what you think you're getting and what you actually get is totally different. Okay, I finally got those boots <laughs> way after Christmas. It was a good thing that it was not being purchased for a Christmas gift. I finally got, I'm talking about months i'd forgotten about them and when they arrived they were not the quality that i thought i was getting but again i should have known for the price that should have been my warning flag and the other thing was they reeked of gas i mean they smelled like gasoline so you think old girl warm and spilled gas on no i think that However, they used glue or whatever it was, some component of how they made. Listen, I had those things sitting outside for months. Really? And still could not rid the smell. So they were using bad, bad material. Yeah, but I mean, it was misleading because the social media ad, and I've even seen them, you know, like bathing suits. I said, oh, that's a cute bathing suit. Well, I've learned if you don't start researching, you'll find out. That it's not somewhere that they're gonna, it's, that's in the U.S. that's gonna ship in a reasonable amount of time, and then the quality is suspect. So, yeah, you do ne- need to be aware of that. Now, that's one of the things. Let's see, social media gift exchanges. That'd be kind of like you know that old scam of you send me a dollar to everybody you know, you send a dollar to me, and then you'll get back twenty five people send you a dollar. Oh yeah. yeah, and you've got to give them your information in Correct. order to participate in that, and and that's a red flag right there. We need to be cautious in today's world about mm-hmm. putting your personal information out there. If you're really rich right now, really rich, and you're 60 and you have a 22-year-old hanging on your arm, <laughs> you've been scammed. <laughs> she ain't really about you. <laughs> also, holiday apps. Watch those apps that you're downloading where you can get free gift offers if it's not a reputable company that you know. Well, here's one, and I won't say the name of it. It is a show that I watch all the time. And they're having a, like, if this person wins, then they have a code. And if they call out that code, you're a winner, too. Okay? Oh. So, and, and again, this is a very reputable show. But the fine print is 
So I went on there. I thought, well, heck, I watch this show all the time. Right. So if they call my number, I win what they win. But when you start to sign up for it, you're putting your personal information in. And so far, I'm like, okay, 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 I'm good. And then it is that you have to click on something that says they have permission to sell your personal information. And this is a very reputable game show. This wasn't one of those uh, win a free weekend with Rip, was it? No, no no free weekend with Rip. I backed out of it at that point because it's like, do I really want them to sell my personal information? Because then you're going to be bombarded with things coming through social media, your email. I was just like, nah, uh-uh, not but doing that. All fun and games put your coworker's name in there and do that. I could do that now. I could do that. <laughs> uh, say so another thing that is big is alerts about a compromised bank account. Will you get this thing where your bank account's been hacked? Oh, look, Please react. I just got something, an email. No, let me back up. I just got a phone call, and they left a voicemail. You know how it's always some city that you're like, I don't know anybody in that city. Right. But they're smart now, and they'll even have some where they're calling you from your own local town. But you don't recognize the number. Well, this one ends up going to voicemail. I don't know if it was like I saw warning signs or I was in a meeting or something. So I let it go to voicemail. It's telling me that somebody had purchased through Amazon. Oh, oh, I know what it was. They were acting like they were Amazon and that somebody had purchased an iPhone 13 for me to call them. I never did. Uh, that's pretty good that like you're that. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so you got to be aware for that. So watch out for that. Let's see. Another one is uh, free gift cards. If they're going to be giving you, call this number, you've won uh, $250 from Wally World. Oh, call yeah. Now uh-huh. My mother falls for that every time. And I go, Mama. Yeah, well, I mean, that. I think everybody loves free. Uh, again, it's one of those things that if it's Sounds too good to be true. It probably is. But those are tempting. And they'll tell her. They're just waiting on you. Customer service. Just go give them your name. And, you know, I have to tell her every time. They ain't nothing waiting on you down there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Except heartache. That's right. Next on the list is temporary jobs for the holidays. And that kind of confuses me. What do they mean by that, Terry? Well, it is kind of confusing because it says retailers typically hire seasonal workers to help meet the demands of holiday shoppers. You've all seen that where they'll beef up their staff during the holiday seasons. And it says shippers and delivery services are top holiday employers this year because of the increase in online orders and the need to get the most of these packages delivered before Christmas. I mean, that's the whole point of having... The online shopping is you want to get it in before Christmas. And it says these jobs are a great way to make extra money and sometimes the possibility of turning into long-term employment opportunities. However, job seekers need to be wary of employment scams aimed at stealing money and personal information from job applicants. So you'd put all your information I mean, you on put that. your Social Security number out there. I mean, you put it out there, and it looks like you're applying for FedEx or UPS in reality, all you're doing is feeding that money directly to a scammer. Let's face it. We've got scammers that are so sophisticated, it makes you wonder, why don't you do a legitimate job? It does. And, you know, in a lot of Americans, if you don't go borrow money or something to that effect, you don't know that your credit's been hacked. If you pay cash for a lot of things and you just you write checks for a few bills and you don't go borrow money, you don't know that someone's hacked and weren't your credit. No, and I mean, all of a sudden, you find out they've gotten your bank account. I mean, especially if you're going to do direct deposit. They look like they're going to hire you. 
They want your bank account. And I think at that point, you would know if that was a legitimate job or not. But you do put a lot of personal information in a job application. Let's pause for a second. When we're talking about delivery guys, if you're going to apply for that job or take a job at a delivery service, you got to actually deliver the packages. I know where that's going. Did we see that on the news here recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they dumped it in a gully somewhere in Alabama. Yeah, it it? was like uh, maybe north of Birmingham. But it was a FedEx driver, wasn't it? Yeah. And I mean, it it was a truck load. Have they announced if they've arrested the person? Well, they, they found the guy. And I think that they were saying they were determining if they were going to press charges. I mean, at the very least, I hope the guy is unemployed now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds like to me he got had a stressful day and just said the heck with it. How did, I guess he just thought he just, uh, and, and I get the fact that now these people are working unreal hours. I'd like to 10, know. 10, 14 hours, seven days a week. I wonder if this guy had been with them a long time or if this is one of these new employees that they paid a bonus to to come in that had no experience and he just couldn't handle it. And what I want to know is, I, I know what it was. The guy was uh, actually selling this land, wasn't he? And he was kind of walking it off with yeah. uh, a realtor or a prospective buyer or something like that. And then he all of a sudden says, what is this? And it's nothing but wall-to-wall packages. Yeah, it's a good thing a porch part didn't find it. Oh, I mean, what if that had fell into the wrong hands? Somebody would have had themselves a big Christmas. Yeah, it'd been a payday. And even people that go and steal packages off of, like you said, a porch pirate happens all the time. We're tired of those kind of people. And it's prime time to do that now because everybody's ordering Christmas packages. And they're doing it now in hopes of getting all of this stuff before Christmas. Feed Fido on the front doorsteps. Exactly. You know, another thing is, and you see this from these off-country things, look-alike websites where you'll think it's like a pair of Ray-Bans, and it's not Ray-Ban site. It'll make it look like it, and then you go to it, and it's some off-brand made in some weird country. And if you don't look closely, they also will scam you. And it's kind of like what I said about the social media ads where it, they're not pretending to be somebody else, but if you don't dig deep, you don't realize to you, like to your point, they'll have the website will be like one letter off. Like Ray-Bans may be Ray-Bans.com, the real one. The fake one may be Ray-Bans with two S's at the end.com. One little minor detail, but take you to a totally different website. And, and the other one is kind of like the, the, the mail order bride that you order and there's a problem with the shipping over and she gets stopped at the border <laughs> and she's got to have some money to make it. Watch those fake shipping notifications that it's hung up somewhere and you owe more freight than you thought you oh, did. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah that, that's just wrong. Yeah. That's a warning sign is if you've ordered something, you already know the 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 shipping cost is seven ninety eight and all of a sudden they want they want twenty three dollars yeah yeah something wrong all right explain this one to me because I'm not up on this one pop up holiday virtual events okay it's saying that this year many local in person events such as pop up holiday markets or craft fairs have moved online you know where they used to have like things inside of a mall, right? Like will pop up things where they would only be there during the holiday season. Well, now they're saying scammers are creating fake event pages, social media posts, and emails, charging admission for what used to be a free event. The goal is to steal credit card information. So let's say like um, you have a vendor, or you've got like a venue that normally has Christmas 
vendors come in and set up. Like a Christmas extravaganza. Yeah, exactly. And where that's free of charge, now they're making it look like, and let's say especially in bigger cities, that now there's an admission of $5 or $10. And once you get in, you you have free access to all of those vendors. Well, all they're looking for is to make a quick buck. And in reality, it's those vendors don't yeah. charge you to get in. Uh, another one is a holiday wish list item. I guess you'd go there and click and give your information. Is that kind of how that leads? Or am I wrong? Yeah, this says it's low or ridiculously priced luxury items, such as jewelry, designer clothes, and electronics are almost always cheap counterfeits and knockoffs. So be very cautious when considering to purchase these high-value items from individuals or social sites. Now, the next one on the list, I think you and I would probably be one of the ones that would fall for this if you're not paying attention. The great puppy scam to where they're wanting you to adopt or help out or give money to help a dog or a, a cat or something like that. And you give money to help that and, you know, starving pet. And that's pet. the sorriest of sorry because when you see something like that, I mean, it's like um, St. Jude or the Shriners. Those tug at your heart. Yeah. You know, they really do. But they're legit. That's the difference. Well, if you love your furry friends, and I know that you and I do, and you see something, I can't stand some of those ads, where, and they are legit, yeah. where they're abused and they're wanting you to participate and help get these dogs and, and cats in better home. Well, it's kind of the same thing. And if you're not up on the fact that you don't recognize these sites, more than likely, that furry friend doesn't exist, and it's going straight in somebody's pocket. And last, and you touched on it right there, the last one on their list is the fake charities. Make sure, because I know a few years ago, there was one that was doing a fake highway patrol. You know, the highway patrol does raise money, but they identify themselves in certain ways. And be up on all of that when people call and want money over the phone. Yeah, it's, it's such a bad time to think of. Here we are, and we know the real reason for the season, right? Oh, correct. It is also a time to take care of our elderly, to give a gift to someone that's needing of it, look after our neighbors. It is not a time about scamming somebody. And the bad thing about it is most of these folks never get caught. And they're going to scam every day, but they're especially going to scam you over the holidays. I hate hearing all of these stories where people get scammed. And it's over and over and over, especially during the holiday season time. But don't you like to hear those stories where they get the scammer? Well, it's kind of like payback, and which kind of goes along with that uh, that TV show. Uh, it's kind of like Yellowstone, where they always get the bad guy and they handle it quickly. It makes you feel good. Well, they do handle it quickly on Yellowstone. But this is one, this is a story that I thought would be worth mentioning. My wife got an eBay scammer arrested. It was during Christmas. And it was back when they had trusted the internet and eBay was the sure bet for getting a deal. You know, a lot of people go through yeah. eBay and a lot of things like that selling stuff. And so we were looking for a nice gift for our six-year-old and having limited funds, thought that it might be a cool idea if they got a slightly used PlayStation. And they had found one that a seller had with a long history and a good rating that it had a console and a dozen games for 300 bucks. Okay. Especially considering the games was a fantastic deal, just the games themselves, that may be half off of what they could get at a retail store. So they thought, let's do it. I mean, it's reputable and it's a reputable person. The seller was mostly into selling sports cards, but he had a variety of other auctions, including a lot of video games. It would be our whole Christmas budget for him, but it was too good to pass up. Now think about this. 
they're spending $300 on a kid for them to have a PlayStation and all these games, and they were excited yeah. to take advantage of this because they had limited funds. They said they won the auction, and they sent the payment. And the seller replied with a variety of emails saying, hey, congrats, and he'll send it out at the end of the week. He was out of town. So a week goes by, and they hear nothing. Another week goes by, they hear nothing. They email, and he gives excuse after excuse. And you know by then, you know, yeah. that's, a, that's a sick feeling. Especially, that's your whole entire Christmas budget for that child. You've been had. And you've been had. Or you think you have at this point. And he says, we emailed again, and he emailed back, but didn't have the tracking number, yada, yada, yada. It became clear that we'd been scammed. We were pretty distraught as that was our Christmas savings for their for their little boy. That's awful. His wife wouldn't let it go as she had always been quite good at internet sleuthing. So she started looking through his eBay history and noted that while he had been a solid A++++ seller for years, many poor reviews started flooding in. Many people eventually got the product or refund, but it was taking longer and longer to resolve. She also looked through some of his auctions, and that was a thing then, was the auctions, and found a seller with the different name with the same items up for sale. Using the username, she was able to find an online dating profile that used the exact same username, had his picture, email address, and actual physical address. <laughs> so after she had contacted him and been back and forth, back and forth, they finally realized he had a Ponzi scheme where he would get money from new auctions to pay for old auctions, and basically he was in the hole. So it said that in the end, he ended up getting arrested and was forced to have wages garnished to pay back people and got community service. He said, we got our money back, but it took a few months. Well, I'm glad they got it. But in the end, the good prevailed. Now, did that get their Christmas gift in time? No, it didn't. But it definitely put the scammer behind bars. I like that story. I know. I do, too. As we come to the close of our podcast, I hope you picked up a thing or two about scams and what people can try this time of year. But let's don't forget, this is the time of year for giving. Open up your heart and do something special for someone that needs something. I bet if you look around, there's someone within just a few miles of your home that could use just a little help. And by all means, keep Christ in Christmas. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. We'd like to say thanks for dropping by. And if you don't mind, tell a friend about us. We sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you back next week here at Secrets from the South.